I'm Raymond DeFelita, and welcome to the Hangover Lounge Blogcast, XCU, The Viewfinder, where we discuss the craft of screenwriting, audio storytelling, filmmaking, and all things entertainment industry and showbiz related. Thank you for joining us. This is the second part of a two-part interview with the screenwriter Robert Bruzio, who hung in for a really, really, really long time until he finally got his movie made. This might be an interesting time just to talk about John Avelson. As I said, the late John Avelson, he would certainly not think of this, though, as talking ill of him. He was very proud of his reputation of being a tough, difficult son of a bitch. He was, he was a hard guy, and he was not at all fearful of telling you what he thought. He talked himself out of directing several big movies, and he'd tell you the story. He'd say, yeah, I, you know, they, they wanted me to change something in the script and I wouldn't do it. So he walked on Serpica. Right. Uh, I believe he walked on Saturday Night Fever. That was just who he was. Here you are, you're with your first script. What were your first feelings about how this could go professionally with someone like John? You know, it's kind of interesting because one of the first times I got to meet him in person and talk with him about the script, and he had suggested something about, you know, what if the character didn't commit the crime? What if he was hiding, you know, he, 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 he took the rap for somebody else. And I, you know, as a first time writer, might might have said, wow, John, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty, pretty interesting. Okay, let's explore it. But I kind of put my foot down. I says, John, you know, this is where then we lose the redemption. The whole point of the story is redemption. And he looked at me and now I already knew these stories of him, like walking off, you know, movies and stuff. And he looked at me and he says, okay, you're right. Now, many times as we were working on the screenplay, he'd become really, you know, strong and adamant about certain things. And as you said, for sure, was not shy about making his opinions known. You say you had a number of different actors, but then you got to Joe Manganiello, who's actually the star of the film, finally. Was that a big leap? Was that a few years? Was that... Yeah, Joe wound up getting it around 2012. I mean, there was a period where there was a lull. But, you know, I, I, you know, I know Bill was, was off you know, working on, on other stuff. But I, I just kept pushing. And then we found another list of actors and Joe was on the list and John spotted him right away. So he was like, at that time, the main actor that he wanted to pursue. When was the first time you talked to Joe then? First time I actually met Joe was at, um, what's the event that they have in, in Santa Monica where they sell the movies? Uh, oh, yeah. Why is it escaping me? It's it's such a fun AFM. event. I can't. Yeah, AFM. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say AFM. it's so much fun. I can't think of the name. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of a yeah. It's a, that's a tough uh, few days there. But I want to go back to what you were just saying about the lull. You know, like I said, I came in at the very end, so I didn't have to go through a lot uh, of what you did. But what I observed is that you have a way of keeping your project alive. Did you feel that you were doing that during that lull and not letting John or Bill or, you know, anyone oh, yeah. disappear? Oh, what, yeah. What I were you doing? What were you doing to keep it alive at that point? Um, I, I would constantly send actors that I thought I liked for the role. I would maybe, you know, tweak scenes. At, at one point, my, my contract with, with Chardoff was running out and I told him, look, you're not, you're not getting rid of me. We're re-signing this and that's it. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, you know, Bill did, did, did resign it. And then I, you know, I would just constantly try and come up with new ideas with John to keep the excitement going, reaching out to potential actors myself and trying to see if that would get everybody motivated again. So with that, we had another list of characters. And again, as I mentioned, Joe was on top. So you start working with Joe, you've got John, and then something doesn't work for John. Yeah. And yeah. You and you lose John. Joe 
And John and I, we had this reading, uh, and, and John was coming up with a whole bunch of ideas that didn't seem to resonate well with Joe. And then Joe, at this point, had also come on as a producer, mind you. Um, and his brother Nick were on board as producers. He had also brought Sofia Vergara on board. So now, you know, they were kind of butting heads. And John, at some point, as you said, notoriously said, well, I'm going to walk off. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and, and he did. And I worked with John for about nine years, and I called him up, and I said, John, we worked together so hard on this. Is it possible that you are going to just walk off? Can't we just work this out with Joe? And, and he says, well, I don't know. You know, I kind of see where he's going with this. And, you know, he, he, I, can't, I think he just... I don't know what was going on in his mind at the time, but but he just decided that he didn't want to do it. And then, uh, you know, when we were talking about directors, uh, I remember actually mentioning you to, to, to Bill Chardoff that, that we had met through Bert at one time. And Bill just totally, his eyes lit up and he said, yeah, you know, Raymond did a movie called City Island that my dad loved so much and would constantly talk about it. It would be great for it. And I was a fan of your work. I had seen Rob the Mob. And we all talked to Joe. And Joe saw your work. And, and that's where we're like, you know, Bill said, okay, we're going to call Rain. I, I remember the, the day I, I got the call. Um, and it was, it was very, uh, it, it was kismet. Because I had just been fired from a writing job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and l- literally like two hours later, I get this cold call, just like you called John. I get this call from Bill Chardoff, who I don't know. And he says, we have this movie and we think you'd be a perfect filmmaker for it. I was like, how perfect. I didn't have to say, gee, I've got this writing gig that I'm doing. I can't, no, no, they had let me go. And that's a heartbreaker, you know, losing someone who you collaborate with for a long time, like you did with John. I wonder, and you know, I don't know if this bears much scrutiny, you know, John by then was in his seventies. And directing is a, even, even for a tough guy like John, it's, it's a tough road. And I got the impression in those last few years I knew John that he said he wanted to make another film, but I don't know that he really wanted to make another film. Right. And, and I can understand it being a director, you might start to go, do I really now need to go through it, especially if I'm not in agreement about stuff? Well, well, so, you know, briefly, because I don't, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, so was I like a better choice than John or not? That's just, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not a real question. Can I just say, thankfully, you, you agreed to do it. And, and I, you're an awesome choice. I, I hope, I hope though, you know, and I, I obviously that, that was, that was a fake question, I hope. But so, okay, so yeah, we shot spring of 2017. We're editing fall of 2017. We had to stop for about six to eight months before we could go in and do the mix and finish all the sound. Now that puts me like, I, I'm trying to remember when we sold the movie, but 2018 is more or less when we did. And you, and you wrote this, when did you say? 2000? I completed the first draft in 2004. So a mere 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, that's what's pretty astounding to me and part of what I really wanted, you know, the people hearing this to, to grasp. It's not, and, and it's not always 14 years. Sometimes it's, you know, eight years. <laughs> it's rarely one year, though. I mean, unless you're really going to go out and shoot your movie on your phone, which is doable now. It's like there are other ways to make movies, but to make a movie of this type, of the, with this kind of money, with this sort of 
you know, and I don't, you wouldn't really be able to do this movie any other way. We needed baseball stands. Right. We needed stadiums. We needed crowds. We needed CGI because we couldn't afford the crowds. So, um, so we needed fake people just like in baseball now. How do you feel about the movie now? Our movie? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I love it. You know, I've watched it probably about a month ago again. Yeah, you know, it, it, it still gives me those feelings, you know. And, and what's kind of funny is that once in a while I'll get a call or somebody will send me an email, hey, I caught your movie, and they'll just talk about how it affected them, and that's just so gratifying. Yeah, no, I, I'm really proud of it, too. And, I, you know, I finally made a movie that makes me cry at the end. <laughs> yeah. I was so proud of that. Like, we finally, we were able to concoct something you know, true and real, and it's got the big ending that, you know, and I felt like it was earned. That's the thing I was really proud of. It's a strong ending. Number one at one point. What's your message for writers who haven't gotten produced yet? Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep pounding. You know, have that chutzpah. Believe in your project. Try and make it as best as you can. Work with people who can help you make it as best as you can. And and, and just keep at it. Yeah, there's no substitute. No. Uh, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Exhausting though it is. Yeah, as exhausting as it is. But but again, you know, if you find that piece of material that you have that, that you really believe in and people are responding, I happen to get, be lucky with a screenplay that people were liking. If, if I always got negative responses on it, I, I would not have pushed as hard as I did. Sure. You know, so, yeah. so you know, because I have, as all us writers do, I have a draw of screenplays. So, but when you find that one that you really believe in, yeah. find another and hopefully we find more. <laughs> This is cool, Robert. Thanks for doing this. Uh, thank you so much, Raymond. It's so it's great to see you. Thanks for listening to the Hangover Lounge blogcast, XCU The Viewfinder, where we discuss the craft of screenwriting, audio storytelling, filmmaking, and all things entertainment industry and showbiz related. If you'd like to be a guest or contributor on our blogcast and share your point of view with our community, please reach out to us through our website at hangoverloungepodcasts.com and send us a message. Until then, thanks for listening.